Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is season four, episode seven, the one where Chandler crosses the line. Row. And before we get started, we just want to give a big shout out. Um, we are dedicating this episode to our favorite stray cat turned now homed cat, Salami. Salami. <laughs> so I can't remember I can't... if we shared about him or not, but yeah, he's a big part I don't, of our we don't life. Very big part. I don't remember if we um said this, but a, about a month ago, um, Ashley here in New Zealand, I was out in the backyard um, hanging up my washing because that's what we do in countries that are not America. You don't really use dryers. You because just... she's living in an episode of I Love Lucy and is yeah, doing her laundry hang... on the washboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was out back. Actually, my neighbor was doing the same thing. So we were just like talking over the fence while we were hanging out our washing. And we heard this really loud meowing. And I was like, oh, like doing the whole like, you know, like, come here, little cat. And um, this little orange cat came out from behind my shed. And when he came out, I actually think I gasped because he did not look good. He had like, his eyes were like piercing and it looked like he had like something on his mouth and his fur was just like dirty and brittle. And he came and was like, he was kind of like doing that thing where, you know, like cats like swirl around in between your legs. And he was just being really friendly and just wanted to be pat. Um, And so I was patting him. And then I think he went away after a little while. I tried to give him some water and he wasn't drinking it. But anyway, then the next day he came back. And normally we do not feed stray cats because um, in New Zealand, like everybody kind of just lets their cats roam seems to be the thing. Like we didn't, Renee and I didn't do that growing up in Florida because like an alligator would have eaten your cat, but right. Um, well, and also Ashley says we don't normally feed stray cats except the one cat that used to quasi live in our house, but we stopped feeding him after a while. You and I? No, you and Ben. Oh, we never fed him. You never fed Mister Fluffy? Not even we a never bit? once fed. I we I that was <laughs> where you drew to the feed line. him once, and he wouldn't eat. <laughs> Mr. Fluffy belonged to the neighbors behind us. He just liked to come hang out at our house. But it was um, his summer home. It was his summer home. We no, we never fed Mr. Fluffy. We gave him water, but we never fed him. Um, but this cat just was really, really skinny. And I was like, he's dirty. He's clearly not taking care of himself. And I don't think he is being taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we fed him and he like wouldn't stop eating. And so the only thing we had in I we didn't have any tuna or anything. All we had in the house was um some salami and so ben was like well feed him this and then renee was like name him salami that sounds great so salami hang around hung around our house for probably about three days and um he was he started coming over earlier and earlier in the morning and he would just sit on our step and stare inside our glass door um and we rent so we can't like just let cats in the house other than fluffy but um yeah, so he was real dirty and he just needed some care. And I noticed that he started to like, his back legs weren't looking good. And he was doing this little thing where he seemed like he was fainting. Um, so anyway, we took him to the vet and the SPCA took him. And they called and said he was fine. He was just really old. Um, anyway, I just got a call right before we started recording 
from the SPCA saying that he was adopted by a young couple with a nice warm home and a little fireplace. And they think that he's about 13 years old, but they were really excited to take him home because they said he's really energetic. Um, So they're really excited to take him home. So shout out to sweet little Salami and his forever home. Shout out to Salami. And shout out to Ashley for sending me minute by minute updates when there is a cat on her porch. Because (laughs) I I greatly appreciate those. I think you were the one that encouraged me to call the SPCA because I was like, what do I do with this cat? Yeah, like, he's not were, going anywhere. Yeah. You were very much like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, feed him. And then I was like, make him a little bed if you can outside because oh, you that's were right. it was cold. And I was like, well, try to yeah. make him something out of like a plastic bin or something. Something yeah. like old t-shirts or blankets or whatever. Um, and we maybe, did. And he didn't sleep in it. And yeah. so we were laughing that we were going to wake up the next morning. There was going to be like a possum sleeping in this little warm <laughs> bin. <laughs> But and then I actually stay. found the text exchange and you were like very worried about him. And you're like, okay, more salami for the orange guy. What should we name him? And I said, well, I kind of like salami. And you were like, cute, great idea. And the next thing, the next text I get from you is a picture and it says salami is up from his nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we just like really took it and ran really went in so then we started calling my cat pastrami as a joke kind of like a mario luigi thing and yeah so and then the next text i get from from ashley is renee something is wrong with salami he was trying to step up on the stoop and instead his front legs went out and his head dropped and he ran into the stoop it happened twice in 10 minutes and i was like okay so make him a little happy spot and then call the spca because you just don't know. And so she did. And she took him in with a little box. Yeah. He wasn't we, happy. Ben helped and cut little air holes in a cardboard box and helped me get salami into it. And we taped him in there and he hated it. And yeah. then I drove him to the vet and he was loudly meowing at me the whole yeah. time. But um, I had to go drop him off. It was for his and- best. It was for his best. So I am very, very glad to hear that he's now got a loving home. I was just, I felt so bad. I came home after I dropped him at the vet and cried for hours because yeah, I was I like, know. he's there alone and he doesn't know what's going on. And what you if they have to, to say euthanize goodbye. him? I didn't. So it was very sad, but, um, but very good ending to the story. Salami is warm and happy and healthy. Yes. We're dedicating this episode to him. He's Go to our Instagram if... Yeah. If you want to see pictures, we've got pictures of his um, adoption poster uh, of so him cute. looking very healthy and sweet. And I'll put some, I'll put up a video of when I, when he was hanging out with me in my backyard. Yes. And also we're dedicating this episode to him because he was 13 and episode seven of season four aired on November 13th. <laughs> and also... There's the feeling. He's he's orange. That we should. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's the feeling. There's the feeling. You had um, me. At- <laughs> I had you at November 13th. So this one's going out mm. to Salami. Um, and where Chandler crosses the line, there are also lines in Salami. <laughs> <laughs> what? This doesn't sound logic? What are you talking about? Oh, Phoebe. Okay, let's get uh, into it. Because yeah. I... I was going to say I really love this episode. Um, I don't love what happens, but it is um, actually, it is quite a funny episode. I forgot about a lot. part yeah. of it. Yeah, So me too. Um, 
um, Monica and Rachel really aren't part of the storyline that much for this no. episode at all. And it's kind of refreshing. I think you've said that before on other episodes where like it's not all about Ross and Rachel or you know, all about whoever is like the main couple at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of nice to see like Monica and Rachel get a bit of like a backseat and it's everybody else is sort of thrust into the limelight. Right. In this it episode. Gives everybody else a little more. And once again, like, you know, no Ross and Rachel drama, like. No. It's kind of nice. Um, let's talk first. I mean, let's just get right into it with Chandler and Kathy and Joey and that whole love triangle, because that's kind of how the episode starts. And that's the biggest thing. Is that okay? Yeah, it's totally fine. Okay. What if you were like, mm, no. Okay. No. <laughs> um, didn't I? So Salami, <laughs> hold on. Let me ask Salami. That's not what Salami wants to talk about. Oh. I flew to New Zealand Salami. and adopted him, but I didn't come see you. Sorry. <laughs> it was important. <laughs> I'd be okay with it as long as Salami got to live with you. And I got pictures every day. <gasps> can you imagine? Anyway, um, <laughs> could you imagine? A girl can dream. Um, so Chandler walks in. The episode opens with Chandler walking into the girl's apartment. Everyone except Joey's there. And he's like, I just saw Kathy naked. This is like torture. It's like obviously the morning. They're all, as they do, eating breakfast at Monica's house for whatever reason. <laughs> and oh he's my like, gosh. In like his if I ever made enough time to go over to my friend's house before work to eat breakfast, like I just don't I mean, understand. If they were giving me free breakfast, I might, but <laughs> yeah, probably still know. not. I'd rather yeah. sleep in. Um, but yeah, so he's like really upset because he's basically like, I've been trying to push down my feelings about this girl and like she was coming out of the bathroom or whatever this morning and I saw her naked and like this sucks basically because he's like now I have a mental image of what she looks like naked you know and like it's just not Mm -hmm. helping when he's trying to distance himself. Before I could imagine she had like boils on her body. Yeah she's smooth. Um and it's, yeah, it's like a funny situation, but I was thinking before, I don't know, I can't remember what we were saying about it last episode, but I know you were kind of saying that you felt like she was sort of being the one. I think you said you felt like she was the one who was in the wrong. I I just feel like um, she has more control over the situation because she could break up with Joey if she, if it's clear to her that she has feelings for somebody else. Okay, because, sure. Because and, I think I think my argument for that is mainly like if you have if you feel yourself having feelings for someone else, even if you don't know how they feel, you probably shouldn't be dating that person if they're not the one that you're having feelings for. Does that make sense? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. So I think anyway, I'm it, not saying she's in the wrong. I just feel like she has more control over what she yeah, could she, do here. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, and I guess I feel like watching this through and um, I was kind of sympathizing and thinking like with her, she, I was like, I really think she just sees him as this like platonic friend that she gets along with super well, but nothing more than that. Because I was like, if she does kind of think she has feelings for somebody else, first of all, if she's like kind of trying to push it to see if she's right or not, you know, or like if it goes anywhere, yeah. that's not cool. No. Um, that would be very uncool, actually, to kind of, you know, be dating somebody, think that maybe his roommate likes you or maybe that you like his roommate. And so you kind of flirt with the line to see what happens. Like, totally not. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that's what she was not doing. Cool. 
but uh, I actually am going to probably change my tune in a couple minutes. So let's get to it. So, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And I think when I was making that point last week, I was thinking ahead of myself and being like, yeah, so let's get into it. Because you know what is about to happen. Yeah, I yeah. Like when, so, well, sure. Mm-hmm. I like when you change your tune and agree with me. It's more fun for me. Oh, do you? Weird. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. I'm going to I'm gonna pause and take a step back, though, because before we get into what happens with Chandler and Kathy, it's all sort of made a little bit, well, it's not really made more complex, but there is another layer because Chandler comes into the coffee shop and sees Joey getting a, a, a girl's number. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, that's this girl named Casey. Um, I'm going to go on a date with her. And he's like, oh, did you break up with Kathy? Thinking like, thank God, like I, I am free. And he's like, no, no, I'm just dating them both. Like, you know, I'm going to see Casey tonight and then I'm going to go out with late, with Kathy later tonight. And that to me is problematic. 100%. Because, because okay, so I know later – I know Joey says it's not like we're exclusive with him and Kathy, but like she's over at your house a bunch. All of her friends, like she's friends with all of your friends. You guys, like you just celebrated her birthday. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's an okay time to like start pursuing other relationships. Right? Right. Totally. Totally, 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 totally. I don't think it's cool. I also don't think once you are like, well, one, most importantly, like, let's just start with most importantly. Like, if you are engaging in, like, you know, canoodling, everybody should know all the information. Like, I think you have a right to know who is partnering with who and like are you sharing your partner with somebody else that is important information oh yeah for so health reasons alone for health reasons like forget all the emotional complication like let's just be yeah. very factual here like just from a health perspective it's important to know whether you're exclusive or not um yeah and i would assume if you haven't had the conversation the assumption would be we are exclusive if we're sleeping together that's how i feel i know i'm not everybody um, and I think a one night stand is different than a person, like you said, who's over all the time and like hang out with your friends and celebrating birthdays mm-hmm. together. Um, yeah. So, Joey, so what I th- you slime ball. So what I think is going on here is um, you make really great points. First. Thanks. But what I think is going on here, <laughs> I need to know from my diary. Um, I, I don't remember what episode that's from, but anyway. Um I think what's going on here is like Joey is kind of saying like, oh, well, we haven't had the talk about whether we're exclusive or not. So therefore we're not. And it's right. like, well, maybe I I mean, we don't know, but this is me assuming. But it kind of almost seems like it's more like, well, the lack of the discussion to you is your free pass. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not that she has said, don't worry about it. We're not exclusive. Probably. This is, again, hypothetical. I feel like it's more like, well, we haven't said we are exclusive. So it's almost like, well, you didn't tell me I couldn't date other people. And so until you explicitly said that, I'm going to go date other people. Like, that's just how it feels. Yeah. 
But again, I also know that I'm not everybody. Um, I definitely think that like when you're at the beginning of a relationship, by all means, like you don't know where things are going to go. I think especially now, and I know this is like, you know, what we're seeing is back in the 90s, but I think especially now like with internet dating and stuff, you really do have so many irons in the fire on the go at any one time that it's like emotionally you cannot handle like cutting everything off with everybody seeing how this goes okay how did it okay no after date three you know like okay now I have to pick these other things back up like that's just not how it works and so I get that there is a lot of like overlap but I kind of feel like where Joey and Kathy are at with the whole like you know hanging out with my friends all the time and all this stuff it just seems it just seems like they're boyfriend. And don't don't they call each other boyfriend and girlfriend? That's what I thought. Because Kathy says something along the lines of like, my boyfriend's so dreamy, like when she's kind of being sarcastic. But she does say boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, it's their relationship. Exclusive. Yeah, if he says they're not, then that's okay. But I just thought it was a little bit... Maybe that's why they did this, so that it is a little bit of a wrench in the things. But so anyway, so Joey's out on this date with... Um, Chandler, of course, rather than just coming clean and straightforward is like, no, you know, if you're going on this date with her, it must be because you don't actually like Kathy. So I think you should break up with Kathy and, um, just date Casey. So anyway, um, uh, Joey goes out on the date. Yeah. That comes later. Um, Joey goes out on the date with Casey and Kathy comes over and, it's and basically is at the is at the apartment hanging out with just Chandler while they're waiting for Joey to get home. Um, they have some conversations. Oh, point before we go on further. Um, when she walks in, he's watching Baywatch, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, is that Baywatch?" And he's like, "I only watch it for the articles." And I was totally right. thinking, like, do you remember? I feel like I remember in high school so many guys saying that they read Playboy for the articles. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. I feel like it was a common thing that people said, but I think we all understood that it was a joke. Right. I Um, guess that's a good point. Yeah. Like it was a thing you could say to take the edge off how creepy it was. Yeah. Like, um, at least by acknowledging. I mean, Joey makes a great point later in the show when Ross and Chandler are arguing about whose joke is in Playboy. And he's like, you guys, like, no, there's naked You know there's naked there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Good my point. gosh. Joey um, is not ashamed to be Joey. Yeah, because I can't, I don't really think you could even be like, I mean, I know people did watch Baywatch for the drama, but I have a hard time believing that two guys are watching, like, you know soap opera essentially Pamela Anderson yeah Other yeah, than yeah for the fact that there's like smoking hot mostly naked chicks on it uh, did you ever watch Baywatch no Neither. I've, seen, like, I've never seen an episode but I think we were a little young yeah that's I a feel good like point. that was on in like the early 90s and yeah we were nowhere near like we were yeah, I guess the, even if the it was the line like, of what we, it would have been something we watched 97 98 we would have been like 10 so yeah. <laughs> or 11 yeah so, or 11 or 12 yeah okay um okay so anyway so she comes in and they're just chit-chatting and um Chandler's like oh I need to you know get a haircut and she's like oh, I'll cut your hair for you like no worries about it so she goes to cut his hair and watching this stuff I was like I really feel like 
like watching that, I was like, I guess I'm just really seeing myself in Kathy at this moment and kind of like, I, I'm looking at it as like, she doesn't even think this could be a thing. She's just like, oh yeah, you know, this, he's this goofy guy that's roommates with my boyfriend, but like we get along really well because he is like the platonic best friend type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then she starts cutting his hair and I was like, there's a little bit of electricity, but I was like, I really don't think she's trying anything is what I was thinking. And mm-hmm. um, Till Oh, and then, but I was like, cause, again, because I was like, I feel like I am seeing myself, but I was like, the difference is that I was never dating somebody and like platonic. I had a secret crush on yeah. some people's roommate, my friend's roommates. Exactly. So even if you did fall for the platonic friend, you're completely within your rights because. Or I guess, yeah, either way, that's if actually, I liked them or if they liked me. It, Right. You're doing it the rom-com way where you think you're going for somebody else, but like, oh, what you've been looking for is right under your nose the whole time. Even though you thought you were in love with someone else, you realize they're not what I thought they were. And... That's a good point. It is you every know? rom-com, isn't it? And yeah. She's, she's all that. But oh, no, different. Um, But yeah, that's it. So I was thinking like, I really don't think she's thinking anything until then when she's like, I'm just checking to make sure it's even. And I was like... Yeah, okay. Like, obviously, they both kind of lean in for the kiss and all that stuff. But I think if you were, if your head wasn't there in the least bit, you would not be in that moment and like look at their lips and lean in to kiss. Yeah. Unless that was already on your mind. Exactly. And I think like we have all been in that situation before where you're like, you like that person and you're like, I'm just going to be close enough. So like yes, to see if, if they our hands make a move. touch, yeah. yes, if it happens by accident, it wasn't me, it was New Year's, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we've all done that thing where you like put yeah. your hand next to you rather than on your lap because just in case like your fingers start to touch and then you're holding hands oh or like gosh. you, College you is are looking at them. Back. Yes. We've all done it where you're like not dangling the carrot necessarily, but you are putting the line you're out. You're making like, yourself available. 100%. You're kind of opening yourself up to it. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I don't like um, because I don't like when people act like life just happens to them when they were yes. very aware yes. of, of what was going on. Um, if Chandler just like ran up to her and kissed her out of nowhere or they were having a regular conversation and he just kisses her. But I can't, I I don't find her completely innocent, I guess. Even, Um, even if she was cutting his hair and doing the whole, oh, I'm just checking thing. Like if he kissed her out of nowhere while she was doing that, it would be different because she's just like, I should be allowed to have a, you know, like a friendship with you without it being more than that. I I totally agree with you. 100%. Yeah. But yeah. So it's, that's it's why one of those things that's like, I'm kidding if you're kidding, but I'm not if you're not. Yes. Okay. So that's you know? why I changed my tune is because initially okay. I was like, oh, no, no. Like she's just got swept it. Like Chandler had these feelings and she was just thought she just was had a friend, you know, in him or whatever. But when they did have the moment where they kissed, I was like, okay, that doesn't just happen. And I, you and I have talked about this before where it's like, when somebody cheats, it's so hard when their excuse is like, oh, I'm so sorry it just happened. Because exactly as you said, like, 
It's not like you just walked up and was like, oh, I've never even noticed you were a male before. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like that moment was, yes, okay, so that's when like the cheating happened and maybe that was, but that's not the deciding factor when you kind of thought like, "Hmm, let's see where this goes. Like if, I feel like, okay, okay, this is, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be opening a can of worms or not. Because of course, like if somebody's drunk or something, like there are times when I think it does come out of nowhere. But I think like 98% of cases, it's exactly like you're saying. It's kind of like, well, I put it out there a little bit, or it's like, I kind of made it easy for them to make a move. I found mm-hmm. excuses for us to be alone together, or I... totally. And I know that's not what she did. I'm not saying that that's this case, because K- K- Kathy came over um, to, meet up to with Joey. see Joey. Yeah, sure. so it's not like she came yeah. over... But, like, there's been other interactions between the two of them, like the Ernie, Koufax, whatever, like, you know, I'm in an oversized t-shirt putting my legs on you, or, like, I giggle at your jokes, mm-hmm. or, like, just different little things. And so I think you are right. I think she knew that there was possibly something there. And so I think she was – I don't think she was doing anything wrong by cutting his hair, but I think she was entertaining it a little no. bit. Entertaining. I think maybe she was doing something. Yeah. I think she knew how he felt when he gave her the book. Uh, And that might have and that might have been like the thing that made her look at him that way. Maybe she didn't before. But when she sought him out alone to have that conversation and is speaking in code, you must really care about Joey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's think when she's that starting to throw the she kind fishing of, line out. Yeah. She's, she's throwing the fishing line out. She's just trying to see if it meant anything, which means she wants it to mean something. Because if she didn't, she would be like, you know what? It makes me uncomfortable that he bought me this book. I'm either going to tell him, hey, sorry, this is just, it's really Too nice of you, but yeah. it's not appropriate. Yeah. Or yeah, you're right. you do everything you can to avoid being alone with that person. Yeah, you're totally right. You know what you I mean? You would be like, like, hey, this was a super sweet gift, but like, you know, you don't need to be buying me like such extravagant things. Yeah. Like, but yeah, you're totally right. You wouldn't be like, yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Does this mean something? Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Because also like I take, if I take Joey out of the equation and I just look at how she's kind of like looking for Chandler to respond to her, if I pretend she's single, I'm just like, she's dropping hints. She is like looking for a reaction from him the one she wants to get um because if she didn't she would avoid him yeah you're right Um, or if she wanted to shut it down she would shut it down not like get him to admit it and then shut it down Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay okay that's what i'm saying like i'm not saying kathy is all at fault here there's a lot of wrong things like chandler should know better and should just like distance himself and get over her Joey should not be dating multiple people and Kathy yeah. <laughs> should break up with Joey if she finds herself so easily swayed to somebody else in my opinion like well I could because see how maybe things, this is a f- go well, ahead I just think like if you're like oh well Chandler doesn't feel that way about me so I'm just gonna stay with Joey I'm like but if you would have picked Chandler over Joey I think you should break up with Joey you yeah I don't I mean? think she realizes I don't think she's thinking okay like I, I think to give a little bit of, not benefit of the doubt to her, but almost like to sympathize a little bit with her on this one. I don't 
I don't know that it's like she's so easily swayed. This might be the first time this has happened to her before. She might not realize that what she's doing is actually as yeah. dangerous as it is with the whole like kind this of trying to put the feelers out. And I shouldn't have said fishing either because it's not like she's this like, you know, manipulative woman that's baiting this dude. Like he's obviously coming halfway, right? So she totally. is putting feelers out though. Um but, but I also kind of like think, rather than locking your door, just like leaving it unlocked to see what happens. Yeah, that's really, 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 really good point. Those are the types of yeah. things that I never was smart enough to do. And so I was, this is why I was so terrible at flirting. Because <laughs> I'd be like, you guys kissed in the middle of the night? How did that happen? It was like, we both just like kind of knew to like get up and go get a drink. And then I'm like, what? I like locked my door and went to sleep. I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, totally. So clueless. So I never had any fun clandestine loves. But um, but I do think that like when you're saying if she's so easily swayed, I kind of think it's one of those things that maybe she did think the book was really meaningful. And that's what kind of started it. But I really don't think she realizes. I think she's just playing with fire a little bit. And I don't think that's right. But I don't think she... I don't think she's like, okay, if Chandler picks me, I'm going to go with Chandler. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think right. she's thinking that clearly. Right. But I hear what you're saying. I don't. I think they're all doing enough little things wrong that then make a big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets even worse mm-hmm. because then they start kissing. And, well, okay, so they are about to kiss. The phone rings and it's Joey and he's like, look, sorry, I'm not going to make it back. Can you just let Kathy know that I'm sorry and put her on the phone and he apologizes and um, and she's like, don't worry about it. And she's like, okay, I better go. So she goes to leave and then knocks on the door and she's like, I forgot my purse. They start kissing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and I don't think she did that on purpose. I think she was just so I do too. flustered I she that flustered. she, yeah. And so then, which is kind of what makes me think that it, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, that's what I choose to believe, right? That it wasn't like a manipulative move. Mm-hmm. I think it was just like, she was just as taken aback as Chandler was by it like she wanted it didn't think it would actually happen you know whatever yeah. um and then they start kissing and then they're like okay this is really bad we can't do this like and I love yeah. how Chandler's like okay here's what we're gonna do we're gonna pretend this never happened stuff our feelings down even if it means we're unhappy forever got it <laughs> she's like okay. what yeah um she's like can you even do that and he's like I have to he's my best friend and she's just like okay, well, I c- I'll try and walks out the door and then, oh, actually, I know what I wanted to tell you. It was before she leaves the second time. So mm. so she leaves, forgets her purse, mm-hmm. comes back right. in and then they kiss and then they're like, this is bad. And this is key. So she goes, Chandler, you know, Joey's great, but with you... And he's like, uh-huh. oh, no, 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 no. See, see, no, that's what we're not going to do. And that's where I was like, okay, you don't kiss somebody one time out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. And say, but with you, like, yeah, that's different. That is the difference between murder and manslaughter. Manslaughter. It is. Premeditation. Yeah. So she's clearly, like, realized that they have a connection. It's very different. She's... Yeah, I totally agree with you. So it's like not again, not that she was like intentionally fishing for him. No, I don't think she's like entrapping him. 
Yeah, but it's yeah. just like she's clearly thought of it. She's realized that they have something special, not just like, oh, he's a great, fun guy. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? So that's where Kathy and I take a sharp right. difference to each other because I was always naive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, that's where I'm like. I have to like, say, I, yeah. I think this goes back to your argument for Ross is that this wasn't like his stuff with uh, Copy Girl was not premeditated it did kind of just happen and while it does not excuse his behavior it is different um oh my gosh now it is because what's happening haha see i've come around to your side that maybe that's all i had to do was say i agreed with you and now you are agreeing with me well i just do think it is different that it's not the premeditation is what makes it a little tougher no i totally agree Um, with you she she knew there was potentially something there maybe she you know she didn't know for a hundred percent open and shut fact but she wanted to find out she wanted to find out and she knew that they had Mm -hmm. a connection whereas ross thought he got dumped and he went and made a huge mistake that's my opinion on ross like you can call. I don't know. That's why I have a hard time calling. Well, I also it think Ross, Ross gambled with a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ross's main problems, I think, were other things. Now, if I was his girlfriend, I might be more offended by the cheating. But it's like I'd, I find it hard to call it cheating because I don't think he thought he was in a relationship at the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, she, I think right, he thought right. he got dumped, and then he just went and right. did some stupid stuff. Whereas, like, he did. Kathy knows she's well, in a relationship. He just wasn't helping with his case. Yeah, of course. Um, But let's just leave it on the you agree with me with Ross and we'll keep moving on. So anyway. (laughs) Um, But with this. In the fact that it was manslaughter and not murder in the case of Ross. Yeah. (laughs) Um, With this one with Kathy, I was like, I mean, like, it doesn't help that Joey is out on a date with another woman. Totally. But I guess it is kind of like a bit of a red herring because that doesn't mean that what Kathy, A, she doesn't know that. Um, I mean, Chandler does, but she doesn't. But either way, that doesn't mean it's okay. Like, I know you could potentially use that to justify what happened to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think they probably, I mean, I don't know that Kathy ever knows, but like, I think Chandler kind of does try to use that as like a bit of a like, well, you shouldn't be mad at me because, you know, um, but yes, like using it as leverage later, which like, yeah, you and justify and your actions like that's they're it usually not as justify. Right. <laughs> well, and I think it's like makes you try to make yourself feel a bit better. It's like self-preservation totally. by being like, well, what I did wasn't mm-hmm. actually that bad because da da da. So mm-hmm. I actually think he pulls a Ross when he does that. But we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Here we're flip flopping and I'm we'll call that pulling a Ross. We'll call that pulling her ass. But so, yeah, so so she goes to leave and then she, you know, she's like, I think they're both just like, crap, we really like each other and this is something really special. Like, I think that's how they're both feeling in the moment, but like, but we shouldn't be doing this because of Joey. And that's why they kind of like keep going back and forth with the kissing, not kissing. Yeah. Um, And so then Chandler comes to the coffee sh- so then like you know he like um kathy goes to sorry everyone start everyone's name starts with a c so i'm getting very confused okay but mm-hmm. um kathy goes to leave again but she's kind of like you know slumped against the door he's slumped against the door whatever so they start kissing and that's kind of how that ends but um he comes down to the coffee shop and is like i kissed kathy and they're all like oh no oh my gosh like and um Oh, no, wait a minute. 
sorry, even before that, before that, before that, before that, sorry, I've skipped a massive part. Do you remember which part I've skipped? No. Joey tries to come in and he's like, oh man, I locked myself out again. (laughs) And Chandler's like, hold on. He opens the door and he guilt bought all types of furniture for their apartment. And he's like, right bought all types of stuff and Joey's like you're the best and he's like okay and so it's like very clear that it was all guilt and he was just like and he was like no seriously you do what you buy all this stuff for us you gave me all that good advice I'm gonna see how things go with Kathy right then and there is yet another chance for Chandler to go Joey I need to talk to you about that and to confess to him yeah or, I mean, the better time would have been initially you pity bought furniture. Totally. I, I guess that's the thing is that like now Chandler's like, because I get it. I've had to have hard conversations with people and I put it off and put it off and put it off because I'm like, I don't want to. Uh, they're going to get upset. I'm waiting for like the perfect time or I'm waiting for them to bring it up or like, you know, you just, you or it's like, or I don't want to ruin the mood right now. Like I've put off hard conversations probably for like months because of that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get where Chandler's coming from, but also like, dude, that is the opportunity to be like, hey, I actually need to tell you like, well, yeah, like you said, the opportunity would have been before all of that stuff. But he yeah. does have another clear chance. But anyway, yeah. so then. Well, and also so like you've, you've said before is like, don't say you didn't want to hurt me because it's not telling me that hurts me. It's the action that hurt me. So either way. Yeah, that's hurt right. Me, yeah. Um, it's just how long like do I go? Any favors by protecting yeah. yourself. Exactly. You're protecting yourself. And it's like, how long am I living in ignorance about it? Walking around like everything's mm-hmm. fine when it's not like, absolutely. And so Chandler is distraught and yeah they're like making fun they're like oh joey has the best boyfriend you bought him all that furniture and he's like i kissed kathy and so it's clearly eating he like comes clean and he was like it just happened um and you know i don't know what to do and they're all like you know you probably should have told him before you kissed her and he's like and he would have bowed out and understood and they're like he's like why didn't you guys tell me that and I think we kept saying, like, every time he brought it up, it seemed like they all just stared at him blankly. Mm-hmm. And we were like, why didn't they say something? But then they address it when they're like, I said something. I mentioned something to Phoebe. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I heard that was a good idea. And it's basically like they talked about it just uh-huh. without Chandler there. Everybody else. Oh, <laughs> Which is so funny. And so it's also they're like, like, you didn't need anybody to tell you this, Chandler. Like, it just was always probably the best thing to do if you weren't going to get over it. But he thought he was. That's the problem, I think, is he mm. thought he could just he get over it. Loving that little lie he was telling himself. Well, and also, I mean, if you look at Joey's patterns, no other girl has lasted more than right, like a month seriously. anyway. And so he probably did. Well, that's what I'm saying in Chandler's defense. He probably totally. did think like, this is going to go away any moment now. Joey doesn't date exclusively for long, you know? Right, right. So I get why he thought he could just avoid the problem, bef- you know, until it was not a problem anymore. Um, it, it was not the right choice, obviously, but, you know, I get it. And so um, so Chandler comes back and admits to Joey, he's like, I have a crush on Kathy. And he's like, I like her. I like, I like her a lot. 
and Joey's like, well, she's not my girlfriend anymore. So he does say girlfriend. Um, and he goes, she just broke up with me just before. And so I kind of feel like Chandler botches it yet again. And so it's one of those mm. things where it's like, you know, when you're like, you tell, like if you, if you were to tell Matt, like, okay, I want you to, I want you to do things, nice things for me more often. But then when he tries to do something nice, you're like, no, no, not like that. You're doing it wrong. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that with Chandler here because it's like, okay, well, you know, you got to, you got to kind of encourage people to keep trying and then help, you know, help them do it better over time. Right. But it's like, we want him to talk to Joey, but when he does, he just says, oh, I like her a lot. He doesn't say like, hey, like I've been trying to get over it. It's been really bothering me. I don't know what it is about this girl, but like mm-hmm. ever since day one, it really hit me more than normal. It's more than just a crush. I really tried to get over it. And like, I'm actually like pretty like, you know, I'm like falling in love with this girl type thing. Mm -hmm. But I guess that also would kind of make him sound desperate. And um, and maybe he wants to save face or something. And that's why he doesn't get into it so much with Joey. It's like when you go through trauma in a relationship, like if you were like your marriage was falling apart because of one like specific problem one person was having like affairs or like lying or whatever therapists will bring you through disclosure where like you literally lay it all out on the table and that's what Chandler needs to do like he needs to disclose everything because otherwise the problem the reason you don't get over it well you can't get over it but also it's like you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop when there's trauma like that so it's like if you don't know the whole situation, you don't know what you have to get over yet. You know? That's a good point. And yeah. so I'm like, you're doing your friendship a disservice by not just putting it all out there because like the chances of it coming back to bite you in the butt are really big. Mm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in this conversation though, Joey's like really cool about it and he's like okay well like oh you like her oh that's kind of weird you know he's a little bit like oh wasn't expecting that because he's also Uh you can tell he's a little bit hurt that she broke up with him but he's like well you know like just have a heads up you've got your work cut out for you um i think there's another guy and thankfully chandler finally is like it's me i'm the other guy yeah well he goes well, it's not exactly what he does because Joey goes like, oh, yeah, okay, you can go for it because you came to me first. And he goes, well, I thought that was the right thing to do. And then when he says there's another guy and he's like, look, the other night she came over um, when you were out on your date, she came over and one thing led to another. And and then like this is where things devolve even worse, right? Because then Joey starts like, He's like, did you sleep with her? And he's like, no, I just kissed her. And he's like, well, that's worse. And so now they're both shouting. And yeah. like Joey's already on the defense. And I feel like because Chandler did not admit the extent of like his feelings mm-hmm. that led to that kiss and like how hard he had been trying to like make it all go away. Um. And then because he starts defending himself and shouting as well, instead of being like, I get it. I get it. He's just like, well, you, you know, he like, yeah, he starts getting defensive. I can't remember exactly what he does, but he's like, you got to believe me. I'm so sorry. And it's like, actually, he does like it, it. This is where I feel like he's pulling a Ross where he's like, I'm sorry, but I feel really bad about it. So you need to forgive me right now. Yep. 
It's like, oh, and he needs to forgive you because you like avoided telling the truth forever and like kissed his girlfriend and it's his fault. No. I think it is, again, it's just one of those things where it's like Chandler can't stand feeling bad about it. And so he's just trying, like, I guess, I, I mean, that's probably a really common thing. I'm probably just like self-preservation oh, myself, so, not thinking yeah, about it. I'm sure yeah. I've done it where you're just like, well, I don't want to sit here and feel bad. So I'm going to try to minimize well, this also, as much as possible. Not to mention Chandler's had plenty of time to think and process this. Joey found out two Joey seconds ago. Joey just found out. Exactly. So, so of course he's upset. That's the problem a lot of times is like the the offender has had time to process and even think about like how they feel about it and why they're sorry and what they would have done differently. Like they've had time to think about all this. Um, Even if it hasn't Joey's been that Joey's hearing much it all time, for the first time. For the first time. So it's like you are being slapped in the face with all of this like hurtful information and suddenly I'm just supposed to forgive you out of nowhere no yeah like that's really hard i do like it takes time to forgive people it really does and not i'm not saying like let him hold a grudge and stew but like i think you need to not press people right away for for forgiveness and i also think that it's like i know that there's been times before where i'm like i'm gonna forgive you but i'm not happy with you right now and i just like it's not going to be like, okay, I forgive you. Now let's go out to lunch together. And I no, think some people yeah. want that sometimes too. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, look, I, I know that I'm over it. Like, I, I know the right thing to do is to forgive you and get over it. And that's what I'm going to do. And you do have my forgiveness. But like, kind of like, it's like, stay out of my path for a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like stay I out of my sight a for minute. a few. for a few. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hang out with you right now. The wound is too mm. fresh. Yeah. But this um, one doesn't go that way. I think they just both kind of starting at e- start sh- um, shouting at each other. Mm-hmm. I almost said sharding. <laughs> oh, that would be worse somehow. <laughs> Thank God they don't do that. Uh, and they both start like shouting at each other and or kind of just shouting. And yeah, like Chandler's just trying to like be super defensive. And Joey is, of course, really upset. And it just doesn't go well and so Joey's like that's why you bought me all this stuff which then Mm -hmm. it does make it worse it's like so you Mm -hmm. knew that this was wrong and that you needed to like make amends but instead of coming and telling me you just like did other things to try to like like you know I was sitting here thinking you were such a great friend and that's what you wanted yep yeah it's really um and when Joey's like if you would have told me I probably would have just stepped aside like that is like the dagger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, say what you will about Joey. He's a lot of things, but like he does seem like, I don't know. I've, maybe I've said he's not a good friend in the past because he never pays for anything. But like when it comes to this type of stuff. I would say he's a very loyal friend. Yeah. And he and is a loyal friend. He would, well, he can be very selfish in like a immature way, like not paying for his share and you know those kind of things but like when it comes down to it I think he would sometimes well maybe not always but I think for the most part for Chandler like Chandler's done a lot for him and I think that he would like pretty much do anything for him I well I think you're because like he like went and shouted at Mr. Trigger for mistreating the girls and he yeah he did this I think and then I'm thinking about it I was like did he ever hook up with but no, Chandler hooked up with his sister. Ross hooked up with Chandler's mom. Like, Joey mm-hmm. was never, like, jo- Joey never got involved with anyone's family members, right? Right. And, like, I guess later when stuff he happens with Rachel. He tries to hit on Rachel's sister. 
But then as soon as Rachel's like, no, no, he stops. Ross is the one that actually dates her. But then I was thinking later, like uh, Joey and Rachel, but he admits it to Ross first, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Before anything happens, because they're like, they're going to kiss. Because he's like crazy in love with Rachel. Yeah. Which I do think is kind of. I do kind of feel like that's how Chandler is with um, Kathy. Is like he right. just didn't even realize he is kind of like crazy in love with her. But yeah, but I think like Rachel and Joey are like we can't kiss until we talk to Ross, right? But even before that, when Joey is just in love with Rachel when she's pregnant, oh yeah, he tells Ross like I have tried everything to stop this. I cannot. I can't not be in love with her. And Ross gets really mad. But like, and then he tells her, like, you need to tell her. And he tells Rachel. And it's really awkward. But he tells her how he feels. But like, he told Ross. And her and Ross, while they are having a child together, we're not actually together in any way, shape, or right. form. For like, so like years, six and years And obviously, or something. agreed. Ross and Rachel, it's like a whole other category, you know. But he But did. he did. Like, he went and talked to him before anything happened. He went to him before he even like... He told her was, yeah yes so you know it's very selfless in that sense you're right yes i think that when it comes to stuff very like pro that, joey yeah so um oh, joe makes all the italian bad for him um, yeah an italian craftsmanship but um so actually i hate to tell you we got to keep talking about other stuff though oh really really funny good stuff yeah. Oh, don't hate to tell me that. I'm very excited because <laughs> I want to end this on a good note. So I was going to say, we'll pick up that story with what happens because it, it ends with um, Joey basically just slamming the door. Like, we're done, man. Yeah. Yeah. And like leaving mm-hmm. um, leaving the, the apartment. But um, the other thing that's going on in this episode, um, so Phoebe's singing – a song and she can't figure out how to get to the next verse and Ross is like oh just do ba-na-ma-na-ma-na and go into it and she's like how do you know about ba-na-ma-na-ma-na and he's like oh yeah in college I used to play the keyboards and I really found my sound and I was like mm. oh my god thank god <laughs> it's so funny Ash before we get into that yeah real quick do you you don't have the full episodes no, um, I was going to tell you, it's actually, and I don't want to say this too loud because I don't know if they realize, but it's actually back on Netflix in New Zealand for oh, some okay. reason. Don't, don't um, but it still is like the TV edit. Why? What did I miss? Okay. So I know you've seen it before, but there is, Rachel really wants to go out to dinner and nobody wants to go with her. And so they're like, we'll just go get by your dinner by yourself. And Wait a minute. Like, they cut that, that entire thing the entire out of this episode? plot line out of this episode. Because it's the episode what? where she's like, I really want to try that Italian restaurant. It should be really good because I saw a lot of Chinese people in there. And Monica's like, what? And she's like, remember, we you said some restaurant must that's be really it was good. That's because it was a Chinese restaurant. Chinese yeah. She's like, that's because it was a Chinese restaurant. That's this episode. Are you kidding me? So Rachel did have a storyline. They just yeah, but it's cut really it out. it's really minor. Yeah. So when you're like, yeah, there's not much Monica was, and Rachel. I thought it was more than a minute or two. Yeah, because then she goes out to the Italian place by herself, and then she mm-hmm. sees that doctor, and she like is like, oh, she she like gets asked out, and she's like, yeah, no, sorry, I'm busy. 
I have a date yeah. with myself. And then later yeah. she's like, she sees, and she's like, I will. And he's like, I'm not going out with you. You're here eating alone. Right. That's like, oh, it's a whole a plot line. Yeah. They completely cut it out. So like, yeah. So basically Rachel's never gone out to dinner by herself. Nobody wants to go to dinner with her. So she's like, okay, maybe I should do that. And they're like, it's good. It's like good for you. Like, you know, go out to dinner by yourself. Anyway, she does. And she's like, I had a great time. It was really great. Like, so fun just to be with me, you know? And Chandler's like, I would judge any woman eating alone. And Are you like, sure that's Why? this episode? I'm 100% positive. Because you just watched it. Yeah. I am so shocked and upset. Well, what's crazy is that normally they just cut like a few lines here and there. But I'm wondering if yeah. the Kathy Chandler stuff was too much that they just cut. They couldn't the- cut any of that the least important oh. one because it's not very it's like literally three tiny little scenes like yeah her in the coffee true. shop like talking about how liberating it was her trying to get everybody to go out to dinner her running into the guy at the restaurant yeah and that's pretty much it um have you she like oh sorry go ahead no no go on um so to fill you guys in if you've never seen it she gets asked out after like like Ashley said, and she's like, "Well, I have plans," and she's like, "With me." And when where does she get to cancel? Where does she me. get asked out at the coffee shop or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I was like, "There's no doctors in this episode," but okay, just at the coffee shop. And Monica's like, "What are you doing?" He was cute, and he's a doctor. And she's like, "Well, I know because I was eavesdropping." <laughs> oh my god! And then Rachel's like, "Well, I have plans with me, and I can't just cancel on me. Cancel it wouldn't be me. fair to me." Yeah. And Monica's like, so you don't want to cheat on yourself. And Rachel's like, okay, well, if you want to make me sound crazy. Yeah. But yeah. then later at she goes to another restaurant by herself and she's like, well, she runs into the doctor and he like thinks she's crazy, you know, because she's yeah. alone. And then she's like, I don't know if this is working out. I think I want to see, I other, see people. other people. Yeah. Um, I want to see what's out there. But she's like talking to herself in her head. Yeah. Um, and that's when well, she runs into the doctor. Yeah. Right. Um, I wanted to ask. So I want to ask now that you've reminded me that that's in this and I'm still angry about it. Um, have you ever gone out to eat by yourself? I definitely went out to eat once by myself on purpose. Um, right after I started driving, I took myself out to First Watch for breakfast. Which, oh, cute. Shout out to First Watch. Worst coffee in the world, but great little breakfast but place. But bottomless. Yeah. Um. But I decided to go to first watch and skip first period. And um, oh. we had block scheduling in high school. So your classes were like an hour and a half, two hours-ish. Our, our first period class was almost two hours because there's like yeah. the annou- announcements built in. So instead of going oh, to school yeah. at 7.10, I was going to go at like 9 or like 8.45 because I think if you got there before first period, they wouldn't call your parents. You would just be like, oh, I was late because you still yeah. like, would come to your homeroom. So I left First Watch and there's like a main road. It's like a three – it's like a three or four lane highway that's like basically like where my parents live. It's like a straight shot to where we went to high school on one of two roads. This is the busier road. And you, like, turned off this major road into a more neighborhood, like, where our high school was, was kind of situated in a neighborhood. And I went to turn left into the neighborhood across this divided highway. And I had a green light, but not a green arrow. And so I just turned. 
and got smashed into by an oncoming car. It was a like giant, giant boat of a car. I don't know what it was, like a Buick or something. It was huge. Um, and just smashed right into my brand new car. <laughs> was this literally the first day you could drive? Like the second week. It was not long. It was not long at all. <laughs> and I freaked out and like tried to get out of my car, but my front bumper was all smushed, like shifted to the side. Thankfully, it hit the passenger side and not the driver. And I was by myself, but my door was shifted. So when I tried to get out of my car, my car door fell back, flew back and hit me in the head. And then oh. I had to make up a gigantic lie to my parents for why I was driving to school at 830 when I'd left the house at like 645. What did you say? I said that I had forgotten a book or something Oh, because they like both that. would have been at work. They would have been at work. So I said I forgot a book and had gone home to get – or like a, a test or a paper or something I needed before so my second class. So to go back class. home and come back So out. I went back home and when I was on my way back – I got in an accident because I was rushing, which was a giant lie. And I've told them the truth since. Um, what's worse about this is that I had been trying to get my parents to let me drive their car oh. to school, which was, what was it? Not an Escalade. Like what's the smaller expedition one? Expedition or an excursion expedition. or something? Expedition. Explorer. It was an expedition. Yeah. So like an Explorer's like normal size SUV and Expedition's like the bigger one with the third row. Very Why nice did you car. want to drive a three-row car to school? By I don't know because it was. Not, I mean, it's what I it learned like driving. Nice yeah, it's what I learned to I mean, drive on. I just like driving it. Yeah. Um, but I had been trying to get them to let me drive to school, and they were. My mom was going to let me that day, but my dad was out of town, and she was like, "I just would rather wait until your dad got home, see if he's okay with it." And so I didn't, and I'm so thankful oh, because my, my Corolla was way less probably to fix than. I mean, the car the is a fraction yeah. of the price. Yeah. So <sighs> so I didn't go out to dinner or lunch or breakfast by myself for a long time because I thought it was cursed. But... I don't know that I knew that story. I mean, I'm sure you must have told me at the time, yeah. but I remember that you've gotten like, I remember a couple key accidents that happened to you in high yeah. school. So I'm sure yes. I would have known about that, but I don't, I don't know if I knew that it was because you decided to go skipping. out to breakfast at first watch by yeah. yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself. And they get in a car accident. A really bad oh, one. Of course. You poor Thankfully, thing. I was okay. Yeah. Um, and everybody in the other car was okay, even though they did try to sue me. They both, both of your car accidents tried to sue you, didn't they? Yeah, they did. This one actually, the one with like, all the kids. This is one with all the kids. Yeah. Ooh, and they tried to yeah. get the kid to say that he, like, was having. Hurt his neck. Yeah. Yeah. But it was very obvious that he wasn't because it was like he had memorized a few things to say and it was it was really sad um oh. but yeah anyway he was hurt anyway so that was, was that you're, so that's why you don't go out to eat by yourself anymore <laughs> because when you go people die no, I'm people kidding. die i mean i eat in groups to save lives oh my gosh um, okay but yeah i just remembered that i was story. like oh yeah i definitely went to breakfast by myself and it didn't end Once well ever <laughs> Um, okay, so so Ross decides to play keyboards for everybody to play his sound, and I love oh. this, where he's all set up, and he keeps playing this single synth note, boom, and then stopping and prefacing, like, yeah. I just want to say, 
And, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's and like Monica's like impatient annoyance and Chandler yes. being like, Oh my god, just play. Oh, I just love the whole thing. It's so and, good. It's so good. Yeah. Every time he finishes a wordless song poem um on his keyboard and he like waits and then like pushes his hands away. Um, and, then, and then yeah okay and done and done oh, i just his, it's so good his wordless it's just sound so good. poems wordless um, sound poems i was thinking like we knew woof, that because i we knew that chandler was musical <laughs> i mean not chandler sorry we knew that ross was musical mm. because he wrote emotional knapsack and i was yeah. thinking i was like wouldn't chandler have known but then he, i think it was like well this is clearly something different than his band playing because he says he's like nobody's ever heard me play this before or I've never played Mm -hmm. my sound in front of people before yeah and so when they're all like afterwards like they're all like wow and how touched he is and he's Mm -hmm. like okay I'm gonna go get my helicopter sounds I'll play for you guys some more I love how they're all like oh my gosh that's so terrible and Phoebe's like I really like it (laughs) like of course yeah she does um, but I really like that, like, this is actually something that Phoebe and Ross can connect over because I yes. feel like usually they're both just like completely yes. opposite quadrants. And so I like that it's something they've got in common. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so super fun. precious. Oof, oof, so, yeah. So then at the very infinite time. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, and I love their reactions when Monica's like, that was, uh, Great. Yeah, yeah. Chandler's Terrific. like really bitching. <laughs> and so when you were like, no more pettiness, a little bit, because Rachel's uh, like, you should play in front of people. <laughs> I know. Which I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, Rachel. The perfect um, burn. But so he does play at the coffee shop, and Phoebe doesn't want to play after him because she thinks he's really good. And everybody's <laughs> like, Phoebe's, he's terrible. And she's like, oh, see, you don't even appreciate the artist in his time. Um, which is too funny. And Mm -hmm. so, so then at the very end, he plays a song and she's like, he's lost it. He's totally lost it. And he comes back and he's like, yeah, Phoebes, will you finish my set? Cause they had the conversation where he's like, I heard that you don't want to play because of me, but my music is meant to inspire and blah, blah. And um, I, I won't go through, go through it word for word, but it's pretty funny. And then, yeah. And then at the end when he's like, I lost it, Phoebes, will you, finish my set and then he's like like I could lose it I was just playing bad on purpose so Phoebe wouldn't feel as bad and the girls were like oh this whole time and he's like no no just the last song and I just I know oh, I just love it and also the part where um she's like oh when she was talking about like not being appreciated in her own time like I would kill not to be appreciated in her own time and they're like Ross sucks and he's like She's like, oh, you're just saying that. And they're like, no, Phoebe, you suck, too. And she's like, oh, you guys, you suck, too. You suck, okay. too. I know. You look so great. <laughs> and it's like one of those things where I can't remember what I was talking to somebody about the other day, but I was like, um, oh, my friend who got scammed, she got like a scam call and whatever. But I'm like, they were telling her the truth the whole time, pretty much. They just weren't saying it was them. They were like, somebody is attacking your computer. <laughs> It was them. They were right. telling her the truth, though. Like, n- nothing's a better lie than the truth. 
Right. You know, like when they're like, like, Phoebes, you suck. And then she's yeah. like, okay, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like people hear what they need to hear in things. Um, yeah, that's a good and point. And so often like you can be completely honest with somebody and they don't. Even the the time when uh, Chandler goes to the club with Joey and Kathy and he's like, what do you want to hear? That I love her? That I can't stop thinking about her? That I want to like rip oh, my own yeah. brain out? Da, da, da. And Joey's like, okay, that's pretty good. And it's like, well, right. he kind of tried, except for it seems so dramatic and like unrealistic. Yeah, but, he spoke the truth. He but just still, like, Joey didn't it's so hear it. funny how you can tell somebody the truth and they don't hear it because they don't think that's what you're saying but it's like well just take me at my word and maybe you would know what I was saying um so anyway I do love it's so funny and Ross like I could lose it oh jeez. <laughs> okay Ross. Uh, I wish that we heard more of Ross's sound but unfortunately it's just relegated <laughs> to this one episode oh electrifying <laughs> infinite time time time. oh my gosh it's so good so do yourself a favor if you haven't recently watched this episode and uh just go listen to ross's sound and if you don't know what we're talking about with rachel's eating alone plot line oh yeah go ahead and check it out where can they find is it called like friends uncut scripts or something so yeah just google that yeah there is a website called uncut friends episodes dot tripod dot com but if you Google Uncut Friends episodes um, or mm. anything kind of like that, like you've been lied to your whole friends, life. Yes. You'll the see whole they blue highlight. Pill, red pill situation. It is a blue pill, red pill situation. Um, they put all the text that doesn't come in the like the Netflix version or like what you would see TV on version. broadcast TV. Um, they highlight in blue, so it's really easy to see what, what great jokes you miss out on. In fact, our friend Kim yeah. just got HBO Max, which has friends, and she's like, I don't know if it's the full episode or not. And I was like, well, you, you'll be able to tell really fast if you just look up this website and you can fact check, you know, as soon as there's a yeah. line that isn't so there. go get yourself the full facts. Yeah, and just so you guys know, the HBO Max is also the shortened version. So unless you got that 10-season so DVD rude. box set life missing out it's real just bummer. probably going for hundreds on the internet right now oh my gosh gold, it should little be gold discs it should be uh, um, okay well i yeah. think that's us for this episode yeah thanks for coming along the journey guys it's gonna we're gonna turn up the heat in the next episode oh my gosh i love the next episode so much i'm so it's excited to talk about it it is pretty pretty okay good. i cannot wait to hear you guys or have you guys back sorry i don't get to hear you it's a one-way thing um it is that's how <laughs> podcasts work we cannot wait to talk to you next week about episode eight, the one with Chandler in a box. Chandler in a box. So shout out to our boy things. Salami. Oh, yeah. Shout out Salami. Have a great new life with your home. I'm going to go Have try to troll the Facebook page of that adoption center and see if I can find his parents and if they'll <laughs> let, let him have an open adoption so I can get Yay. pictures. I'm so excited. <laughs> so Keep stay tuned for how that one goes. Okay, cool. Well, we'll see you guys all next week for this see Thanksgiving episode. And Yay. thanks for joining us. All right. See you then. Bye. Bye.